Hey everyone, I am your host Joshua Kangley and you are listening to The Success Show, Table Talk Discussion Series. Hey everyone and thank you so much for tuning in today. I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I am smiling from ear to ear because we have a great show today for you. I have a very exciting guest and I'm humbled and honored to introduce her to you today. She is an accomplished author, filmmaker, and recording artist, a graduate of Harvard University and the Ohio State University and former Miss Native American Worldwide. Now these are just some of the accolades that she has. And before I get into all the rest, I want to introduce to you Dr. Don Karima. Don, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. So before we get started, I want to give you some time to just introduce yourself to the people out there. Oh, wonderful. Well, my name is Dr. Don Karima, and I have the pleasure of being a two-time Global Music Award winner. I just won my second Global Music Award, and that is a great honor. And I am currently nominated, I just found out, for the Women of Essence Global Award in the Community Impact category. And so that's another great honor I'm celebrating right now. I host an, a talk show that airs worldwide on radio stations and internet radio and talktainmentradio.com and free podcasts that are available at talktainmentradio.com and iTunes. And it's called A Conversation with Don Karima. And we won the Indigenous Artist Activist Award for that. And so some really wonderful things are happening, great wonderful things are happening. I have a new book out on Kindle called uh, What to Do If You Don't Know What to Do, and I think that happens to all of us, and I think it could help all of us with some of the tough decisions that we face in life, and so some really great, wonderful things are happening, and one of them is that I get to be here with you today. Thank you so much. Wow, you're welcome. You know, I'm just humbled and honored for you to be on here. You know, I love to hear voices from all backgrounds, all cultures, and uh, they're positive voices. It's really inspiring to me, and that's exactly what I want to spread the word about on my show here. So I'm just so excited, and wow, yeah, you have a lot of amazing things going on right now, and what a blessing. <laughs> very blessed you know I all glory goes to creator for that because uh, mm -hmm. I just try to do the very best I can with the gifts and talents that I've been given and so I'm always so happy and sort of surprised <laughs> when yeah. people like what I do so much and I'm grateful for it and you know um, I was just thinking about what you said about positive voices because that's what my show a conversation with Don Karima is all about and it all started because I work in broad mainstream broadcasting, television and radio, mainstream. And then I have my own show, A Conversation with Don Karima. And uh, my grandmother said to me, you know, there's a whole lot more good people in the world than bad. The bad ones just get more publicity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that is amazing. My, it just stayed in my spirit. And I thought, well, not on my show. 
And that's how I started a conversation with Don Karima, really to spotlight people from diverse backgrounds that are doing great things in their community and trying to be a blessing to other people and using their gifts and talents wisely. And that's what I want to uplift and celebrate, you know. And I see you doing the exact same thing as you focus on success. Absolutely. You know, and I think we share a lot of the same uh, principles, and it's actually my grandmother who inspired a lot of those same qualities. And I was going to ask this a little, little later in the show, but I might as well ask you now. Um, looking at your show and your music and your book and everything you have going on, there's a lot of love there, and uh-huh. it does. Does that come from your grandmother? I think love is my superpower. Okay. <laughs> and I really believe that my mission in life is to love Creator and then love others. Mm. And sometimes that love looks like a song that I sing you. And sometimes that love looks like the chapters in my books, The Way We Make Sense, um, and The Marriage of Saints, which is my book in the American Indian Studies series from the University of Oklahoma. And sometimes that love looks like my charity, Wells of Victory, which is a 501c3, and, and we do all kinds of things. We give away clothes and food and backpacks and art workshops. And sometimes that love looks like my radio show. When people come on and they talk about the positive light that they are shining all over their part of the world and they give you some hope. And I think that love comes from the way that I have been loved, first yes. by the Creator and then by my wonderful parents and my brothers and sisters and my family members, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, all of whom were instrumental in raising me. It comes from being part of a tribal community that is a safe space and a loving space. And it comes from being loved by so many people. I'm always really surprised when I, I speak all over the world. Um, and I'm always surprised when I meet people of how much they love me. Mm. And it's just, it's stunning really because they don't have to do that, but right. they do. And it's just so moving to think that my little life, you know, in the mountains in North Carolina is impacting people all over the world. And I'm really excited about that. But that yeah. love starts with all the love I was given. And then it just spills over into the projects that I do and into the wonderful things I get to do and the people I get to help. And the best part is when I see them do it too. When somebody says that they decided to write a song because they liked my songs or they decided to start a podcast of their own about what they're interested in and they decided to go home and learn their language or their culture or their traditions because, you know, they saw me at a powwow or they heard me speak somewhere or they decided to open their business because I'm a spiritual entrepreneur or they decided to pray more or to center on their spirituality because that's what I primarily speak about. And all of that is amazing because it means that all of us have the power to impact the people and the lives around us for good. And that's what love is. My granddaddy used to say, love has arms and legs. It takes action. Mm -hmm. And so 
So that's what that love is from my parents, my siblings, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, my godparents, my friends. I have the best friends in the world. And even the fans who I consider friends and the people I get to work with and collaborate like yourself, all of us are doing one thing. We're putting love and light out into the world. Absolutely. That is so amazing. And God bless. I mean that. Mm. And you are doing that. You are touching people. Mm. And that's the true, that's the gift of love. And that's what yeah. it's all about. It, that's mm -hmm. just amazing. You know, mm. I've seen the toughest men, the strongest, toughest, mean men crumble mm. under the spirit of true love. Just genuine, yeah. unconditional love. And uh -huh. it's so powerful. And I'm just so glad to talk to you and spread this word with me. So, mm. Well, God bless your heart because that's right. Love never fails. And I think if we really got, first of all, the right definition of love, not the idea of, you know, I love pizza and I love mm. ice cream and I love that dress, you know, <laughs> I love football. No, but real true love, that unconditional love is a force. It's a life-changing force. Yes. Love never fails. And if we really got that, if we realize that, you know, war fails sometimes and, and, and sometimes our best intentions fail and sometimes, you know, other things we try to do fail. But if we really put love, unconditional love, to work on a problem, love never fails. And if we all got that revelation, you'd see people walking in a lot more love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Tell me more about this Women of Essence Global Award. You're nominated. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Um, it was a surprise to me to be nominated, and I'm delighted to be nominated. Um, when I won the Native American Music Award a couple of years ago, I knew I was nominated. And so when I won, I was really excited because I won on my birthday, but I knew it was coming. This one, I didn't know. It was a surprise. And so the Women of Essence Global Awards is going to be held actually in May in South Africa. And it is women all over the world who are making a difference in their communities through youth mentorship and community impact and entertainment and media. And it is a wonderful group of women. I mean, all over every continent, there are women doing some amazing things and really working to change the lives around them. So it's a thrilling company to be nominated. You know, it's just a great host of people to be surrounded by, to even be in such good company to be nominated. So it's very exciting. Oh, yeah. So where can we go? What can we do to support you? Oh, bless your heart. Well, you can just pray at this point because the selection committee has to actually pick the winners this time. Okay. So we'll just look forward to some good news. But it's one of those where just being nominated, you know that the hearts of the other women are so wonderful and mm -hmm. what they're doing is so powerful that it's just encouragement. Because I think encouragement really is something we all can do for one another. You know, keep yes. going. I see you. And I try to do that as much as possible everywhere I go. And so it's nice to get a little of it back. <laughs> you know, I work really <laughs> hard and it's a lot of fun to actually um, know that somebody noticed. I'd still do it if they didn't, but it's nice that right. they did. Yeah. Well, we will all be praying for you and supporting you in heart and spirit. Um, oh, let's move you. on to your new season of the show. What do you have going on? What can we expect? Oh, I hope 
hope you'll listen. I know um, all of us have our phones next to our faces all the time, and we have, you know, tablets and laptops, and it's so easy to do now. We are syndicated. We are on terrestrial radio stations, but the best way to find us, you can find us at Internet Radio, TopPaymentRadio.com, and the show is called The Conversation with Don Karima, and then, of course, we have podcasts. You can download them free anytime. As my granddaddy would tell you, no cost means no excuse. (laughs) So we can all hear it. Well, my show started off as a celebration of people doing great things in indigenous communities and tribal communities. And I work in mainstream media, that's my day job, um, television and radio, and the news was always dismal when we talked about Native people and tribal people. It was always awful. I mean, it was just mm. painful. And it was, and I knew that there, that was not right, that the portrayal of indigenous people as always in jail or always intoxicated or always anything negative was right. wrong because I knew all these fantastic people artists and educators and leaders and authors and musicians and they were doing wonderful things and nobody was talking about it right and so after that talk with my grandmother that's how my show started and we focused primarily on indigenous people tribal communities people from native communities and we've had some wonderful adventures We've been nominated for an Indigenous Music Award. We've won the Indigenous Arts Activist Award. We've had some fantastic friendships and relationships develop. Wow. And now we're moving into a season where we'll be spotlighting folks from all kinds of backgrounds. Diverse people, because I truly believe if you walk in love, you realize all of us are more alike than we are different. Yes. And really, unity is our strength. And now I'm at a point where I want to bring people from all diverse backgrounds to the forefront. People like yourself who are just doing wonderful things and positive things. And and all of us can come together and talk together and link up and maybe network and help help all of our communities. Everybody's community. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true. When we all work together and realize that we're more alike than different... And if we operate from a source of genuine love, just unconditional love, we can do so many awesome things. And it's just, it proves, look what you're doing. It's just, a, you're proving it yourself. And wow, it's just amazing. I'm still just amazed by you and all you do. Um, So all glory goes to the creator, but I thank you for thinking so sweetly about me. (laughs) Absolutely. So my takeaway from you is, you with all your going that you have going on and everything that you're doing your music your book your show everything um you're on a mission you seem to be a person who's on a mission is that is that true i think we're all on a mission right i think we're all on a mission and i think what happened to me um at my womanhood ceremony we, as a tribal person, when you become a woman, there's a ceremony that we have. And you're supposed to fast, and you're supposed to pray, and you're supposed to seek the Creator for the purpose for your life. And when I did that, I thought to myself, it was going to be destiny. I was going to hear something giant, you know, you're going to cure cancer, or you're going you're gonna to save the world, you're just going to do great things, it's going to be so awesome. And really what I got was love Creator, love others. Mm. But that was my mission. 
and the mission has never changed. And so, you know, really what I do is I say yes to God. Mm. I don't really have an agenda. Like I didn't sit down with a business plan or a life plan and say, here, now I will become famous before I'm 40 years old. (laughs) Or here's what I will do to save the world before I turn 35. (laughs) Um, I, I didn't. I simply pray and mm. then I obey. And I know that's not really popular because a lot of people would rather use different techniques and all of that, but that's really all it is. I pray and then I obey. Mm. And so what happens is I just make myself available. I have gifts and talents and when the doors open and the opportunities come, if that's from creator, then I say yes. And I do, I'm faithful in little. You know, I think about when I sang in little country churches and there were 10 or 11 people there and, and, and we drove for hours to get there. And I think about the speaking engagements when people would ask me to come and speak and there might be 25 people in the room and I did those things. And now when I go all over the world and there's whole auditoriums and people can't wait to see me, I think, wow, you know, here we are. All because I said, yes, sure. I'll use my gifts and talents at every level, and the levels will just keep leveling up. And I'm not sure that has a whole lot to do with me. I just think that Creator is looking for all of us. He's, Creator has plans and missions and destinies for all of us. And if any of us will say yes, we'll be surprised at where we'll end up. Mm-hmm. That is really profound. You know, I think we forget that. I, I know I do. And what you mm-hmm. just said spoke to me, because even myself, I. I will use techniques or even in my book, um, what we can do to reach our purpose, so to speak. Uh So what you're saying, it seems like, and I know that we all have our talents and gifts. You're saying is our purpose simply to say yes and obey? I think that it all works together. Mm-hmm. You know, chance favors the prepared. And so, you know, I do have a Harvard degree. I do have a doctorate. And right. so it wasn't just like I was in the fields picking flowers and singing songs. <laughs> I did prepare myself at every level, just like right. you've done, and just like you're helping others to do through your great book. Mm-hmm. So I think we have, to, we have to do our part. We have to prepare ourselves, you know. No one would want to hear my singing if I didn't practice. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we do our part. And then we make ourselves available to love the Creator and love people. And so I think there's a balance. There is a balance between wisdom and knowledge and techniques and preparation. And then you're ready for the miracles that happen, where doors open. You know, I think about a time when I went to a meeting and it was a giant conference, an international conference. People were there from all over the world, thousands of people. And I went and I sat there and I was ready to listen to whoever the speaker was going to be and someone came out and said, uh, Dr. Don, the speaker has canceled, the two o'clock speaker has canceled, can you take over? Oh. And it was 1.47, wow. you know, really, literally 13 minutes. And yet because of the preparation that I had done in my life, I was ready to get up and take that stage just like I was supposed to be there all along. So I think that there is a balance between that, you know, that we can't have magical thinking in that, you know, if I just sing in my shower, suddenly I'll win a Grammy. But we can't have miracle thinking, which right. says that if I make the most of my gifts and talents and my character, 
character is extremely important because there's some places that talent can take you that character has to keep you. Mm. And that's why we see so many shooting stars. You know, we see lots of, every one of us can think of somebody who could sing. Oh, they were good. And we know, where are they now? We don't mm. even know where they are now. And we find out, oh, they had problems with addiction or they fell off or whatever. So your gifts and talents and character, let's develop those. And as you develop those, what you'll find out is Creator will give you places to use them. He'll give you people to help. He'll give you opportunities and open doors. And when the doors come, you have to walk through them. You know, if somebody came out and said, will you be willing to speak at this international conference in 13 minutes, I had a choice. Creator couldn't, you know, push me onto the stage. I had to say yes. Absolutely. But all the preparation and the study and all of that that I did before I even got to that conference just in life, mm-hmm. had me ready for when I did. You were ready. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think. I think we have to have balance. <laughs> we have to have wisdom about these things. Yes. And know that when our moment comes, don't miss it. Be ready for your moment. Seize your opportunity. Make the most of your moment. Right. That's amazing. That kind of brings me to my next question. Uh, your book, now, what happens when we don't know what to do? Well, let's just say that's a universal problem, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what to do if you don't know what to do. If you mm-hmm. go to Kindle, you can download it. And I, I think one of the things that happens in a crisis is we forget. A crisis is only a crisis if you're not prepared. If you're driving down the road and you have three spare tires in your trunk and you have a flat tire, that's not really a crisis. (laughs) A crisis is when you don't have any tires and you don't know who to call and and you just don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, I recommend to people, before you have a problem, now if you get in trouble, sure, go immediately to Kindle and download What to Do If You Don't Know What to Do by Dr. Don Karima. But it's so much better to read it now. If you're not in chaos and mayhem right now, sit down, relax, have some, have some reading time and read what to do if you don't know what to do and get the strategies in your mind and your heart for how you'll make good decisions. Because one of the things that happens when we're faced with an emergency or crisis is panic. Mm. But if you already have strategies of how to think about problems, what is the gift? What's the lesson? in this problem what can i learn out of this problem that will make my life better if you're already on that mindset when trouble comes because trouble will come my mm-hmm. granddaddy used to say trouble will find you that's why you have to schedule your joys yes so trouble will come we can't you know i, mean, I hope it doesn't come but it will and when it does it's all in how you're ready to handle it spiritually emotionally socially you know, build the strong networks of friends and relatives and support systems and nurture them all along when you're not in any trouble. And then when you are, you'll be surprised at how much people will come and help you. I believe love will come and save you. And so in my book, one of the things I talk about is strategies. If you're in trouble, here's some strategies to help you work your way through it. If you are not in any trouble, here's some strategies to prepare you to think differently about trouble. And what I find out is a lot of times, crisis is really the cover for an opportunity. When that conference I told you about, when their speaker canceled, they were panicking. Because Mm -hmm. they had a packed house, people had paid to be there, they didn't know who was going to speak at 2 o'clock. They're panicking. Mm -hmm. 
But really, it was a cover for an opportunity for me and for them because I had a word for them that helped a lot of people and actually led to me writing this book. Awesome. So if you can look at crisis differently, it will feel like less crisis to you. You will not feel, you know, something will happen and you won't, you'll have the initial whatever moment, but now you'll be able to unpack it and think, now where is the blessing in this? Where is the lesson in this? How can I use this moment to strengthen my relationships with my loved ones and my family? And how can I, what is this showing me about my business that I can improve and go to the next level? And then you'll actually see it as an adventure instead of a disaster. Yes. I agree. It's all really about perspective mm-hmm. and how you can navigate through all these challenges. Because like you mm-hmm. said, trouble's going to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. if you're ready. Yes. Yes. And I think in our culture, we have, um, as tribal people, we are taught a lot to rely upon the Creator, first and foremost, but also to rely upon our, our friends and family and our social networks as well. And I see more and more in our world, people are becoming more distant from one another. You know, they don't know their neighbors and they're not really sure who the guy next door is. And, you know, maybe they're not in a spiritual community where they see people and build rapport with them. And so when crisis comes, it can be really isolating. And so one of the points I make in my book is that it is love creator, absolutely, but it's also love others. And it's really important to build those networks, build those relationships, not to use people, not to take from people, but to have genuine support systems. And you can be support for them. You never know who, ha- who needs you. You know, right. sometimes we've all had this experience where we thought we were going to help somebody else, and we got more out of it, out of giving and sharing than they did. We got blessed, too. So I think we need to return to the idea that we need strong spiritual networks and also strong social networks as well. And so my book will help you do that. What to do if you don't know what to do. Welcome to the human family. We all have the moment where we do not know what to do. And that is the moment where you can either um, turn to the creator in humility, turn to other people and ask for help, use wisdom, make it through, become stronger and better. Or you can crash and burn. And why would you do that when you can just read my book? Right. <laughs> now, your book sounds amazing. Where can we get it? You can get it on Amazon Kindle. And that is so easy. I mean, that's just easy, right? Just, I mean, you know, just get it, read it. It's fun to read. It's not um, negative in any way. It's helpful. There are exercises in it that you can do that actually help you? Like if right now you're panicking, wouldn't it be so much better to sit down and have someone guide you through this, give you some comfort, give you some actual action steps you can take? That's what you can do. Amazon Kindle, what to do if you don't know what to do by Dr. Don Karima. Awesome, great. I'll be getting that for sure. (laughs) Now, I do want to talk about your music, okay? Uh Where is the sore? Where do you... Have you always been gifted that way? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Um, I think my music is absolutely a gift, and I think each of one of us has a gift. I mean, I just, there are stories. People tell me, my grandmothers and great-grandmothers told me I sang in the crib. 
they would hear me just singing, singing, singing. I was a baby and I would just sing, sing, sing. And I had this voice that is a gift. It's just a gift. That's all it is. I can't even read music. Wow. And a lot of times the songs come to me fully formed. You know, the verses, the way they should sound. I'll dream about them. Or they'll just come up in my spirit. And they turn out really much better than I expected. <laughs> and I'm always really grateful for that. So I think a lot of that is so I can't take credit for it. And I can never get puffed up or egotistical about it. Because this voice that Creator gave me is just a miraculous, wonderful gift. Mm. And... You know, the ability to write these songs is a gift, and the fact that people like them, I mean, two Global Music Awards is a gift, and it's all a gift. And so because it's a gift, I treat it like a gift, and yes. all the profits from my music go to charity. Wow, that's and wonderful. And so you can find my music. Um, I won the Native American Music Award and a Global Music Award for the Desire of Nations. And then I won a Global Music Award for the Stars of Heaven. And I've also won Academia Music Awards. And we've been nominated for the Indigenous Music Award for the Stars of Heaven, too. So we've had so many blessings. People like the music. And I, that always brings me, my soul goes to its knees with humility because I know it's a gift. You know, mm. I can't read music. I can't write. I don't know how to write music. But I'm writing these songs that people besides me like. <laughs> <laughs> have the best collaborators in the world. Wow. I mean, Nightshield and Mr. Futuristic and Pensmoke and Indon and B of Dakota South and Anive and J. Red Eagle and White Eagle and Mr. Massive and I mean, I can just go on and on and on and on and on. Cloud Walker mm. produces these tracks and just, you know, I have them in my head and he makes them sound like they should and over and over and over I'm just I'm just, just awed at how it goes because these folks have successful careers. I mean, they have awards of their own. They have things to do. And yet every time I ask someone to collaborate on a song, they say yes. Wow. And now I'm at a point in career where people find me and ask me to jump in on a track. And that is really humbling, you know, that they would want me to join with them. I, I'm just amazed. And the collaborators, when I tell them that all the profits from the CDs go to charity, you can find them at CD Baby, you can find them at iTunes, Amazon, wherever they have music. They never ask for a dime. They just donate their time, their talent, the, produ the producers, the, the other musicians on the tracks. I mean, who does that except right. creator? That just has to be God, you know? Exactly. Has to be. Can you only know. be. Yeah, and I am familiar with some of those artists being from mm -hmm. uh, the Midwest here in South Dakota. I'm familiar with a lot of those great, talented ah. mu musicians. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's all creator right there. Yeah, uh, has to be. Has to be. I mean, yeah. it has to be, especially since, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know, I, I just am doing it. Yes. I'm just stepping out, and I'm working, and these wonderful people join me in this journey, and then great things happen, and then the DJs who play it, the radio stations who play it, the, the um, people who um, buy it and make what we do possible to help people and love people and give to people and share with people, that's the best fun there is. Yes. I mean, I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, and I'm so blessed that you're here, and I want my audience to know about you. That's why I'm so excited that you're here, and for taking the time to be with me today and have a conversation about love and positivity and what you're doing. Um, so let's move on here. I want to kind of talk about, um, to wrap it up, I kind of want to talk about love a little bit more. Uh -huh. Now, oh, my favorite I, subject. <laughs> you yeah. have said in the past that your genre of music is love. And mm -hmm. that's just amazing to me. I think that you, your spirit is just love. And I think that my audience needs to know about you. And what can you tell my audience here today about love, about positivity, and maybe they are having some challenges. What can they do? What What would you tell them? Oh my God. First of all, I love you. Oh, thanks. That's the first thing I'd tell you. And Creator loves you. You don't even know me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know who I, I don't need to know that. I just know that Creator loves you no matter who you are. And because Creator loves you, I love you. And that's the first thing that I think helps us so much. And then the second thing I want all of us to remember is love is our first language. Mm. When we come here as little babies, little babies love people. Yeah. Little kids will hug you. They'll kiss you. All you have to do to make friends with a baby is smile at them. Why? Because love is our first language. So whoever you are, whatever you've done, whoever you've been, you are made of love. Love is not something you have to learn to do or it's far off or accessible only to me and other famous people but not you. No, it's ridiculous. You're made of love. Love is in you. Love is your human nature. Now maybe the things that happened to you broke your spirit or somebody taught you wrong about love. They hurt you or wounded you, and then they called it love. But that wasn't love. And I'm sorry for every person that ever hurt you. I know I didn't do it, but sometimes all that it matters is that someone apologizes for who did. Mm. But that love is in you. And I encourage you to walk in it. Even if it's just something as small as you're going to start complimenting people, or you're going to smile at people, or you're going to be patient in traffic, or you're going to be merciful to people who are slow, you know, in the checkout line. I think we think love is this big thing. We all have to be Princess Diana and Martin Luther King and Gandhi and Mother Teresa, and they are fantastic, but we are us. And we are right where we are. And we can start loving people right where we are. Please start with your own families. Be polite to your spouse. Be kind to your children. Be sweet to your classmates. Don't bully people. Don't break their hearts. Be kind to your coworkers. I mean, you could bite their head off about something they did wrong, or you could just let it go right now and help them fix it. Make a concerted effort to stir up the love that's in you. And love multiplies, just like anything else multiplies. If you sit around right now and think about a cheeseburger, 
right now. Pretty soon you'll be wanting a cheeseburger. Supper tonight you'll be thinking, you know what? I need to have a cheeseburger. That's what commercial advertising is all about. Getting it in your head. Guess what? Our spirits work the same way. You become like what you're around. You become what you think about. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So it's just as easy to think about love and kindness and mercy and do more of that as it is to sit around and think about jealousy and pettiness and how to be evil to people and how to judge them and criticize them. And so just right where you are, what can you do? Check on your elderly neighbor. They need anything? You're going to go to the grocery store anyway, you know. You can pick it up. Talk to somebody that people don't talk to in the lunchroom. Just one lunch. You can sit with them. Reach out to somebody. Maybe, you know, say I'm sorry. Rather than holding a grudge or walking around wrong, just, just go ahead on and let it go. Forgive everybody. When I wake up in the morning and I say my prayers, one of the things I say is I forgive everybody in offense. Everybody in advance for every offense. Just forgive people. Let it go. Go on. You want to be right or you want to be happy? Mm-hmm. Be merciful to people. When people do something wrong, don't magnify it and make it a big deal. Just say, you know, let me help you fix that. I know you didn't mean that. And you'll be shocked. I mean, in seven days' time, if you'll just walk around like that. And the reason people don't is they're afraid people will take advantage of me or I'll get hurt. Well, you can set those limits. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you had to give everybody your wallet or your credit card. Yeah. I'm just saying that you can be kind to people. You can be merciful to people. Yes. You don't have to give them the key to your house. That's not, that's not required for unconditional love. But you can say good morning when you see them in the office. Just start with the ways that you can love people. And what will start happening is you'll start getting more love back. Mm-hmm. You'll start getting built up and encouraged. You compliment people. They'll compliment you. you do, and it might not be the same people. See, if you're, if you're trying to get it from people, then you're doing business, not kindness. So the issue is be merciful. And then when you need mercy, you'll be surprised where it comes from. Yes. I'm always surprised. I mean, I have wonderful parents. I have fantastic grandparents and great-grandparents. My family is fantastic. They are. But I'm also surprised at who helps me, who sponsors me, who does things to support me that surprise me. They're just out of the blue. I'm like, who are you? Where'd you come from? <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, you sang at my great aunt's funeral one time, and I remember it. And I'm like, where was that? <laughs> they're like, well, that was years ago, but here I am now to help you today. And I think the creator does that so that creator gets all the glory, too. I mean, sometimes the help just comes out of the blue so much that you just know it has to be, you know, that just has to be miraculous. Yes. And so here's the thing we're going to do, all of us. We're going to let the creator protect us from being hurt. Because when you walk in love, that is, you know, especially if you've been hurt before, it's hard to lay that aside and think, you know, if I, if I really take a risk, if I, if I open up to people, they might hurt me. They might. They might. Because it's not Disney World. I mean, we're not going to just skip along magically loving people and nothing ever happens. But here's the thing. More people will help you than hurt you in the long run. Yes. True. And you will be so much happier. I mean, if you're going to be here anyway, you're going to live in the earth for 100 years, right? You might as well be happy while you're here. 
You might as well be positive and, and loving and kind and friendly as to be miserable and negative and, you know, grief-stricken and woeful. I mean, why not? If exactly. I'm going to be here anyway, why not love other people? Exactly. And then I'm always thankful for all the people who love me back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Powerful words. I'm so blessed. My audience is blessed to hear from you. That is so powerful, Don. And thank you so much for taking your time to be with us today. Uh, one oh, more time. My favorite thing I've done today. I'm so honored that you would care about what I have to say, <laughs> that you would listen to it. And so thank you for liking it. Thank you for listening to it. And thank you to your listeners for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. And I just pray right now that everyone who's heard us today, that your life will be filled with love and blessings and good things. And that no matter who you are or where you're from, you will see miracles. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. What a great show. I hope to have you back, Don, uh, someday in the future. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> we could so- talk about so much. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, before we go, what is the last thing you want to know, or my audience to know about you? Well, I have a fan page on Facebook. And all you have to do is go to Dawn Karima and like that page. And there's encouragement on that page and uplifting things are on that page. So, you know, Facebook, Dawn Karima. Twitter, Dawn Karima. You can find me and connect with me if you just need a little extra love, a little extra energy, a little encouragement to run your race that day. And I hope all of you will go to TalkPaymentRadio.com. Or you can just put it in Google and say, A Conversation with Dawn Karima. And it would mean so much to me because my show is a labor of love. It does not come out of the network. I have to make it happen myself. And so it really helps when y'all listen to it, when you share it. It really helps me to be able to keep it on the air. So a conversation with Don Karima, I'd be so honored. And if you're interested in my music or you're interested in helping other people, all the profits from my music and even this book, What to Do If You Don't Know What to Do, go to charity. So you can find the, um, the music on iTunes. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on CD Baby. And it's Don Karima, the um the Wonderful Desires of Nations. The Desire of Nations is the name of the one that won the Native American Music Award and the Stars of Heaven. And both of those have won Global Music Awards, too. So when you buy those, you know, buy them for presents for other people. Buy them, just buy them, buy them, buy them. Because when you do, the profits go to help other people. And what to do if you don't know what to do is available on Kindle. And again, the profits will help other people, too. So help me help others. You know, I can't yes. do this all by myself. And every time you help me, I get to help more people. And I'm so grateful and thankful because helping other people, you'll find that yourself, is the very most fun there is. Absolutely. And we are all going to help you. We're going to find your book. We're going to find your music. And we're going to go to your Facebook. And we're going to support you, Don. Thank oh, you thank again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Congratulations on all you have done so far. And again, I can't say thank you enough to coming onto my show and spreading your love with us and sharing your powerful words and wisdom. And I'm just so blessed and touched right now. And I know my audience is as well. And 
thank you from the bottom of my, my, my heart uh, and on behalf of all my audience to you, Don. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. This has been my very first Table Talk. Uh, I look forward to having more of these. Uh, we had a wonderful guest today, Dawn, and I'm so blessed and thankful for her to be on. And I just want to say thank you again to all of you listening and supporting and being a part of this journey as well. So I thank you. Be good out there. Be love. And we'll see you next time.